The following program is in no way representative of the high-quality programming usually heard on the Maverick Radio Network. The views expressed and fishing techniques demonstrated are not endorsed by this station. The following is not a news broadcast. Ladies and gentlemen, it's time. Oh yeah. Hey, wait a minute. Why do you have Sadhorn? <laughs> Come on. Welcome to the five count. Thank you so much. Hey, I'm just joshing around. It's pretty great. Great to be here. It's great to see your baby face. Who are you talking to? You. You shaved at some point. I mean, I see that you have kind of five o'clock shadow, but it doesn't work on you because you have platinum blonde hair. Oh. So your face looks more like a like a little baby. Do I look like I'm 14? Think about, no, like a baby. Literally like a, more like a infant child. Hmm. Well, I am wearing diapers. Yeah. <laughs> so it helps. It works. It's really something, actually, how much you look like an infant. I'm noticing that you're having a hard time. Not squeezing Not your cheeks. Me yeah. I have a hard time gazing. With babies, I just want to pinch their little cheeks and give them little kisses on the cheek and just hold them tight, you know? Love those babies. Carefully, you'll get some rug burn. Yeah. <laughs> oh, here we are. This is the five count, and thank you so very much. Ton, it's really going to be a wonderful program tonight. Is it? It's going to be big time, big doings. You're going to be so excited. Am I really? I'm going to tell you what's going to happen tonight, and you're going to say, man, finally, a more, show that isn't complete garbage. I'm going to be more excited than I am currently? I, it would be hard. That's a high bar that you've set. Yes. Considering that your cheery disposition knows no bounds. Yeah, it's extreme. So what do you got for me? Let's hear it. Lay well, it on me. Ton. It was March 23rd, 1983. 40 years ago that an album was released that changed everyone's life, yours in particular. <laughs> oh, dude. I'm talking about ZZ Top's Eliminator. Yes! 40 years old. <laughs> dude, I was just listening to that the other day. Yes. Well, you're going to get ready to listen to it again tonight. Wow, that is awesome. We'll play the whole thing. Play the whole thing. And we'll most likely eliminate anyone who might be listening now before the end of the program. <laughs> but how could you do that? ZZ Top rocks. How would you eliminate anyone? I feel like you would get more people. 
If you're out there listening and you hear some ZZ Top, you should probably call some other people and tell them to tune in. Now let's stop and think for a second. Can you imagine your life or a world existing without this album in it? Just ponder that for a second. Think of the impact that this album has had on your life. (laughs) And how it's shaped basically everything that you are today as a man. Yeah, wow. Wow, that's really something, you know. I've never really thought about it in those terms before. That's really, that's like deep. That's deep. It's got you under pressure? It's got me way under pressure. Wow. Well. Man, I mean, just the hot rotting, the women, oh, the drinking. Wow, it would have been all entirely different. The first time I had a drink underage in public around other adults was at a ZZ Top concert. Yes. And this was in 1986? I can't remember the year, honestly. But uh, Was this the Afterburner tour? <laughs> the ton was only five. Dude, and that's And he the snuck funny, in with a flask. That's the funny thing is um, I really like Afterburner, dude. Like, I don't see any issues with Afterburner. Do people have issues with it? I mean, I feel like some people do. I feel like either you're... You're like old school ZZ Top or you will do 80s ZZ Top and that it's like one or the other. You know what I mean? Like you're either 70s or 80s ZZ Top. Maybe I'm wrong about that, but that's what I feel like. Well, I do know that the 40 year anniversary of that album is coming up in about two years. Yeah, man. So, I mean, we can revisit this theme if you'd like. We will. Because you're a rough boy. I know that much. <laughs> oh, this is going to be great. And you can't stop rocking. This is such a good good show. It's going to be great. Sometimes you wake up with wood <laughs> in your sleeping bag. <laughs> I'd go on all, all night. slip right inside my sleeping bag, Dust. So wow. that's what's happening tonight. 40 years of ZZ Top's Eliminator. Awesome. We can talk more about ZZ Top later if you'd like. Sure. We've also got some five-count mailbag questions. Maybe a hotline message or two. Who knows? Ton might just make uncomfortable eye contact with me. Yeah, it's going to be good. If you're out there listening right now and you feel like, boy, I'd really like to interact with these guys. They seem pretty nice. Boy. (laughs) (laughs) Then please don't hesitate. Call the five count hotline. 507-519-519. 2030 you can text that number you can leave a voicemail at that number all of your dreams will come true all of them all of them looking in your direction baby face well now do you think from should i transform my baby face into a zz top like look yes 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 why how is that even a question i feel like for years i've been like dust grow a beard Grow a giant beard. And you're like, I can't. And I'm like, but you can if you just keep growing it. I can, and I have. Just put layer some of that new keeps stuff or whatever I see online all over your face. If I grow a beard, it somehow makes my face look even fatter than it already does. Uh Uh-huh. Just commit. Like completely like a basketball. Completely round. Mm -hmm. Charlie Brown head. 
But see, maybe it's just that the beard didn't get long enough yet. Maybe if the beard was way longer, it might finally actually make your face look longer. And then, in essence, then thinner. Yeah, I guess maybe there is something to that. Yeah, you got you to just fully commit. We're talking like eight years of beard growth here. Now, when you and I, not when we first met, but a couple of years after, I think, I did have like a Jim the Animal Nightheart goatee yes, that did. I tried for a while. Yes. But I didn't like that. Yeah. Because like you'd wake up in the middle of the night and your beard would have like looped up and it'd be stuck in your mouth. And yeah. It was just like a whole thing. It's weird. I didn't like it. When you have that like that goatee thing, it seems way more willy nilly. Like it can end up all over the place. But when you have full beard, I didn't find that as much happening. Oh. I did look like an idiot. So, I mean, there is that. <laughs> well, huh. But luckily, no one out there knows what I look like. I'm like Dr. Claw of public radio. Do you remember when I had a longer beard? I remember you had a soul patch and you steel-toed that? boots. When I had the beard, I don't know how many inches it was, but it was like I had some length going for a little while. But I ultimately, I actually, what happened was I had the length going. Got caught in your juicer. I remember. No, I tried to trim it, and I hated what I did. Like, it instantly looked really terrible and too, like, narrow. So then I was like, nope, can't do it. You should have just braided it. That would have been a good idea. It was a great idea. Yeah. What if you had a goatee braid and a rat tail? That's fine. And nothing else. And some sideburn mutton chops that hang off your face. Yeah. No beard, except for the little tiny rat tail in the front, rat tail in the back. That's really a look, you know, for real. I think if anyone could pull it off, it would be me, but you should try it. Okay. You want me to try it first? Yeah. Just so I know. Like, I know it's going to be dumb, but I want to know how dumb I'm working with. Yeah. Okay. I mean, I'll think about it. If a woman would braid my hair, I'd consider a braid in my regular hair now. I'd consider that. I could tie it in knots. I'd do the old, uh, the dual, like the pigtail braids like Willie Nelson used to do in the 70s. I'd give it a shot, see what happens. Okay. Well, maybe we should listen to side A of ZZ Top's Eliminator. And uh, during that musical break, we could braid your hair. Sounds good. Sounds great. Sounds really great. Oh, 
Hey, this is Joey Allen from Warren, and you are listening to the Five Count. Turn it up.
I'm Susie Quattro, and you are listening to Five Count. Here we are. Welcome back to The Five Count. It's been really good so far. It's your favorite show. I that hope was, it is. That was side A, side one, first half of ZZ Top's Eliminator. I don't know what that song is about. I got the six, give me your nine. Always confused by what that meant, but mm. I'm sure it's appropriate for the airwaves. It's got to be, yeah. It's fine. We won't discuss it in detail and just let it ride. You know what I'm saying? 40th anniversary of Eliminator is what we're celebrating here tonight. Thank you so much for joining us. If you're just listening now, be sure to text or call the Five Count Hotline 507-519-2030. We can't wait to hear your voice message. Yeah, but you'll have to wait to hear our response. Yeah, it's all right. Sorry. Don't have anything too topical. 
because it might not make any sense by the time you hear Tun's response. That's the sad magic of public radio in a post-COVID world. But we're working with it, you know? We're all working with it. It's okay. Tom, I got a question that somebody did send to the Five Count Hotline. Okay. It's a text message. Like they said, they sent a message. Yeah, lay it on me. I had this strange dream. In it, I jumped into an open-top convertible filled with people. Then, just before we took off, Hulk Hogan jumped in, and I noticed he had really skinny legs. <laughs> what do you think this means? Signed, T. Tony Tone. <laughs> wow. Done right off the bat. It sounds like possibly... Hulk Hogan skipped leg day so he could film a music video with Hulk Hogan and the wrestling boot traveling band. It does sound like that. And that's who was all in the car, right, when Tony Tone jumped in? It was probably his wife, Linda, and Jimmy Hart, Five Count alumnus. Yeah. And Tony Tone. But it sounds more like Hogan skipped a lot of leg days. Have you ever seen him from the waist down? I haven't. I mean, not in recent years. I mean, ever. Hogan? He's always sitting every time I've seen him. Hogan. Yeah, Hulk Hogan. You've seen him in WrestleMania do many a leg drops many times. What are you talking about? You're talking about in person? What are you talking about? He's got skinny legs, man. He can't even support his own weight. Nowadays, you're saying. I'm just saying. I'm saying lots of things. Okay. Well, I mean, yeah, maybe he's been skipping leg day for a number of years. Maybe, um, maybe T, T, T Tony Tone, you're, you know, like the foundations of your love for wrestling are represented in the twig like figures of Hogan's legs in your dreams. And you're just worried about all that coming crashing down, right? And it'll hurt inside. Yeah. And then it'll hurt inside. But, T. Tony, you can't let that slide. You got to be a man. Man, it's really something. But don't worry about it, T. Tony Tone, because you're a real American. Yeah. Fight for the right of every ton. Yeah, you can fight for the right of everyone. That's my thoughts. Fight for your life. Fight for your life. Did you answer his question? Or I mean, kind of, yeah. <laughs> you know, I may have gone a little philosophical, but I feel like we sort of well, answered the question. There you go, Tony. You're a good man, and I hope there was an answer in that someplace. Yeah, I hope you got something out of it. I'm sure you did. I'm not sure exactly uh, the, the Freudian explanation for this. Other than you should probably buy an open-top convertible and fill it with people. Yeah, see what happens. With bird legs. Cruise down in Florida, you never know. Tony, you're not going to believe this. We have a second wrestling-related question. No way. It's true. Sent to the five-count mailbag. Wow. From Billy Floyd Shouts. You know that guy? Oh, yeah. What a guy. Knowing what a big fan of Taxi that ton is, I'm curious what he thinks of Andy Kaufman finally getting honored in the WWE Hall of Fame this year. Also... Which other celebrities would you like to see honored for their crossover contributions? 
to the squared circle. Love, William shouts. <laughs> um, this was the first I heard of this. Me too. Me too. I didn't know. So that's great. I mean, I think that's all good. Although I can say I think it's a little bit of a bummer when, when uh, people get recognized after they're, you know, when they're no longer with us. Well, um, that's alleged, though, son. Yeah. Remember, so we, we, had, uh, we had Bob Zmuda on, and yeah. he said that Andy Kaufman is probably still alive. He's just in hiding someplace. Maybe this is the thing that'll get him out. Maybe. Wouldn't that be something? This could be it. Wow. That's an interesting thought. So maybe, okay, then I think it's great. I think that'd be fantastic. If he came out of the woodwork, all due to WWE Hall of Fame, that's awesome. Awesome idea. Love it. You think he's in some kind of woodwork? Maybe. In the woods, proverbial woodwork. Maybe he's doing some woodworking. Maybe he got stuck in a cabinet. I don't know. Maybe he got turned into a statue made out of wood, like an earnest, scared, stupid. It's very possible. Remember those trolls? I don't, but I'm going to trust your... They didn't like milk? I'm going to trust you all together in this. Oh. Well, who else do you think should go in? Obviously, Cindy Lauper. Yes. I think you could make a pretty good argument that wrestling did not become what it is without Cindy Lauper. That's and very possible. And a foot in the door to MTV. Yeah. That's very, very possible, actually. Yeah, Cindy Lauper isn't. She should definitely be in there. I don't know why she... I saw Cindy Lauper, and she told a bunch of stories about Captain Lou. Yeah. So I don't think she's, like, anti-wrestling, but I'm not sure what's going on there. That's I know weird. Your man Donald Trump is in. Yeah, that's weird. Like, who uh, there cares is that. about that? I don't know. No, I bet Floyd shouts might. Do you think Floyd Mayweather is in? That I don't know. I don't know if you'd call him a celebrity or not, or just like a... I mean, he would have to be kind of known as a celebrity. He was some sort of guest, even though he's an athlete, you know. When I went to WrestleMania in 2007, Mr. Fuji was inducted. Doesn't really have anything to do with anything, but... Yeah. Just wanted to mention that. It's all good, man. I like it. Ton. ZZ Top. 40 years ago, the Eliminator album. Why have you not bought that car yet? Um, I was actually thinking about that recently. Like, man. It's a really good question why I haven't bought that car. I thought so. That's why I asked. Um, I can remember very early on. That's like one of the first. My dad was always a motorcycle guy. And I kind of uh, became a car guy. I was into motorcycles still as a kid, but I became a car guy, and that that was sort of like a departure because my dad just never really cared about cars, really. But that was the first car that I can remember my dad um, like talking to me about in a fond way. Like he he was into it. He'd love to own something like that. Um build something like that you know that sort of thing so that car is very cemented 
in my in my memory. And it's funny because that car is I mean it's definitely a hot rod. It's definitely modified, but it's subtle modifications and it's not too crazy. It's not too crazy into the the weird like street rod period. So it still is pretty uh classically modified so it looks good it would still look good today i think and it would be iconic wouldn't be too bad wouldn't be wouldn't look weird i don't know how to explain that to if somebody's not into hot rods or hasn't didn't experience all that like late 80s and early 90s street rod explosion and how everything was just turned into these crazy colors and everything just molded into everything else and all them old 30s cars is the, or they just don't even look like themselves at all anymore. Just highly, highly modified into strange things loaded with Bondo. I'm not as much into that. Everything in teal, you know, and crazy, weird interiors. and It was, it was a whole thing for a while. But that particular car... It was just it was just slightly before that time, so very classic. I would love it. I would love to own one. So what are you waiting for? Probably the money to come rolling in in order to be able to afford it. Well, well, you get one of those fuzzy guitars. Oh yeah, dude! I would get a fuzzy guitar. Why don't you just put it all on your credit card since you're out there? <laughs> Can I get the ones, the, one of the guitars with the TV in it, though, too? I don't know. You're buying. I think you, you have whatever the, you want. There was fuzzy guitars with TVs in them. Yes. So, like, while you were sitting through a drum solo, you could watch Netflix or something? I think it was more for the audience. So, you're, like, rocking and somebody else. And they could watch Netflix? They could watch the TV as you're rocking out. What kind of channels do you get? Well, back then, it was probably just antenna, so whatever local channels, that's all you got. In case the concert went long, you could catch the 10 o'clock news? Yeah, probably. Hmm. That's what I'm thinking. I don't know. I guess that makes sense. Well, whatever, Ton. I actually have no clue what you're talking about, but I do know that you've got legs. (laughs) And you know how to use them. Yeah. Man, what a video, too. Wow. We should We should maybe finish the album here. Eliminator. 40 years old, Ton. All right. Almost as old as you. Let's do it. Side B. Hear it. Hear it. Hear it B.
Hey everybody, this is Brad Gillis from Night Ranger, and you're listening to the Five Count right here, right now.
this is Joey Kramer from Aerosmith, and you're listening to The Five Count. We're back, Ton. And we're back. Ton, he's a bad girl. <laughs> but don't let that deter you from listening to the five count. Oh, man. What a time. What that an album. ZZ Top's Eliminator. Really good. Probably Ton's top five albums of all time. Yes. Remember when we were in a ZZ Top cover band briefly? I'm going to say yes to you right now. You don't remember that, do you? No. 
and I played the drums. You really have no memory of this? I kind of remember playing like one song, maybe. An 80s profile host, Dana Gates, played the bass oh, for some reason. Yes. I do remember this. Wow. Very strange time. That was a very strange time. I don't know why I was playing the drums, but I guess because I was competent enough to sort of do that. Yeah. And it was easier to teach him to play the bass, sort of. Yep. I don't think any of it really sounded very good, but... No. We were briefly in a ZZ Top cover band. Yeah, man. That's crazy to think about. Dana Gates. I think about it all the time. What a guy. You really do? You apparently didn't even realize it happened until just now. I completely forgot about it. Blocked it out. It rings a bell, though. That was all practice sessions were in the basement of 602 Park Lane, correct? Um... No, it was in the dining area. Remember? Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Because Dana didn't really fit in the basement. Remember, we worked out in that basement, though, Dana and I. I don't know what you guys did down there. I wasn't part of that. Yeah, we were working out hardcore. I heard a lot of weird sounds come through the vents. Yeah, but... and then we jammed upstairs in that dining area. I do remember this now. Sounds like this was like the greatest time of your life. Was it my drum set? I believe so. Okay. So it was when Belter lived there, and I would just show up and... Did I play guitar with you? Like, remember, we'd go back and forth. Maybe I just played drums, and you played bass when Belter's kit was there in that basement. I feel like we have video footage of that someplace. Really? Could be embarrassing, though. Or at least audio. That would be... I know we got audio somewhere, maybe, but video? Whoa. Yes, please. I guess I don't know now. I shouldn't have said anything. You should not have said that. Maybe that isn't a thing. Who would have taped it? Who taped it? Me? No. I think it was one of those deals where you set the... Well, this was 20 years ago, so you'd set the camcorder on a stool or something and just let her rip. Yeah. I have, I have very vivid memories of playing that kit. It was a blue kit, if I remember correctly, and he had splash cymbals, which I thought was like, what are these even? And then I played them, and I'm like, this is sweet. Let's rock. Get these little splash cymbals. That's exactly how the real ZZ Top started. Yeah. Ton, do you have any other memories? Uh, like, not, do, you, do you remember anything? Uh, not really. I mean, from when? Like 13 seconds ago, possibly? No, I was thinking more like maybe 10 years ago. Oh, jeez. Probably definitely not. It's okay, Tom. Because I know what happened. Also, this is the part of the program where we go back 10 years in five-count history. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. So it's going to work out. I kept a very detailed diary. March 23rd, 2013. The 30-year anniversary of ZZ Top's Eliminator. Hmm. But we didn't celebrate that night. Instead, we were joined by the one and only Bernie Worrell. Oh, yeah. Keyboardist for Parliament, Funkadelic. Yeah, man. Played with the Talking Heads. He's in the Rock and Roll Hall of Fame. He's also sadly no longer with us, but we were able to have him on the program before that sad day. That was an awesome show. 
Um, we played a lot of Parliament and a lot of Funkadelic. So there is that. Bernie Worrell. Who knew we were so funky? Yeah. Like for some white guys in Minnesota? Well, we knew it. I knew it. You knew how funky we were. It's true. He hinted at a possible reunion with George Clinton. I don't think that ever happened. No. Do you remember when we were supposed to interview George Clinton and we sat and waited for him to call for like two hours? Yeah. And then he no-showed? I do. That wasn't 10 years ago, but it was still sad day. It was. Bernie Worrell played with a bunch of other people, though, even around that time. He kind of he was playing with uh, Wolfpack for a while. That was really cool. Um, just other bands he would end up kind of sitting in with and whatever. He had a little, I don't know, little streak of being relevant again. So he did play with Buckethead. I think he had a fun time. And Fred Schneider from the B fifty twos. Yeah, man, it's all good. Well, that was ten years ago. Cool guy, Bernie Worrell. It's funny, all those older musicians that we've talked to usually are like really pretty humble. Especially that come from those periods, that early funk business. I mean, I don't know. They're so humble and awesome. It's like I remember talking to them and it seems like, like they don't even realize the impact that they had on people's lives. And it's a huge impact. Are you sure they're not just humble in your presence? I'm pretty sure that's not it. Maybe they're real Richards around everybody else. You think so? I'm pretty sure that's but not it. But just in their reverence for you. Huh. Humbles them. I mean, that's... I know, it does that to me. Sounds... I don't, I don't, that doesn't even sound like a nice thing, really, but it's... I mean, that sounds like something, but... I doubt, I doubt if that's a real thing. It's a reality, Ton. Man. I'm Just basically nice. describing myself in my situation. <laughs> you don't know me at all outside of these studios. No. No idea. I'm a real piece of work. Are you really? Yeah. Wow. Not well liked in why this you, community. Why don't you just tone it down a little bit? Thought I did. This is me toned it down. Tone it down. You're lucky. <laughs> You're lucky I don't go full bore. Full ham. Wow. Crazy. Wango tango. Wango tango whenever you're outside these walls. As soon as you leave the fireside studios. Yeah, what do you do? Uh, hey, we're back. Here we are. It's uh, 2023. Just want to make a note of that in case we are still here 10 years from now. Yeah. Hmm. What a time. What a time. Wait, what time? What time is it? Time right now. Oh. It's a good time. It's a good time for you and me to be together right here and now. Good time and great oldies. Something like that. Hey, did I tell you I got some new pans? Pans or pants? Uh, both. Oh, because I noticed you're not wearing any pants now, yeah. so. They're in the wash. I'm going to say, if you got new pants, how come you didn't put them on? I had to do that color fasting deal and give them a wash, you know, so I can't really wear the pants yet until they're all been washed. Color fasting. Yeah, like figure out if they're color fast or what? What is that term? It's like when they when they leak color all over. I didn't want to come and have like red legs after I wore the pants. I feel like you're describing a thing that people who buy nice clothes would have to deal with. Okay, yeah, that's well, why I'm confused. Yeah, that's a thing. 
Maybe. I don't know if I buy my cargo pants from Walmart, yeah. so I don't have this fashion issue that you have. Yeah. Well, is it off-putting that I don't have pants on then, or is it okay? I mean, do you want me to cover up or something? I mean, it's I'm a little off-put by the skinniness of your legs. Okay. You're like Hulk Hogan over here. <laughs> That's throwing me off. <laughs> the skinniness. Uh, you know, I plan on starting a new leg routine, but it just hasn't taken off yet. Should try any leg routine. Yeah, any. I don't know how you could be so jacked and stacked from the waist up. Yeah. How do you even hold up your own weight? God, that's a good question, really. I don't know. I put a lot of starch in my pants, so that gives me some sort of rigidity. You, you look like a boulder on some toothpicks. <laughs> incredible nice well you know it's like i gotta do what i can you know what i mean it's what it's what god gave me so i just can only work it the way it is you know what i mean what am i gonna do work it working it so i got some new pans have you ever bought pans in your life i believe so you bought a pan once what are you trying to say tom i'm just saying i'm just asking a question you think a man of my girth doesn't know his way around the kitchen? <laughs> no, you said that I should just be microwaving everything and forget these pans. I'm saying that you would have more time to dedicate to public radio. Yeah. If you just ate more microwavable Salisbury steak. Gotcha. Quit wasting time washing dishes. Yeah. I'm trying to I'm trying to elevate my cooking a little bit, I think. Less food prep, more show prep. Okay. That's the key to success and to be finally taken serious by the upper management. Well, if I'm honest, I'm really trying to like perfect some better dishes to try to get you to come on over to my house because you won't because you're worried about eating any of my food. But you, now that I think about it, maybe I am going backwards. It's maybe not you true, Tom. show up if I just nuked some hungry mans. I'm not afraid of your cooking. <laughs> it's your wife I'm afraid of. <laughs> That's fair. That's fair. So I got some new pants. <laughs> yeah, yeah, you did mention that. I got some stainless pants, dude. They're made in Italy and made in the U.S. How can they be made in both places at once? Well, one of them's made in the U.S. Two of them are made in Italy. And all of it's made up. It's not. They're actually called Made In. Made In's the brand. Pretty fancy. I'm hoping they're going to be good. They seem to be really good when I'm when I was doing my research. Going to be like last lifetime style pans. Oh yeah, like they heat things up. They do very evenly. Wow, and they retain the heat. Isn't that what most pans do? Not uh, equally. Most can- pans do something along those lines, but I thought all pans were created equal. They definitely are not. Mm. Definitely not. Bummer. Yeah. Yeah. Ton, did you know I had a message sent to the five count hotline? I had no idea. I could read it. If you're yeah, done man. talking about your pants. Yes. Give it to me. It says Got car towed and new starter in Andover. Was in New Ulm. Two here, five count, March eighteenth. Heard Justin did a little juggling. I am rusty, but I used to juggle balls and clubs. 
Wow. I even could juggle clubs and pass them to another person juggling clubs. Thank you, Justin, for prayers, etc. From the crazy life of John. Justin, I almost forgot. I have a movie pass card. Might send someday for you and Ton. P.S. Try to use it for you and Justin. Want to treat you both if that's okay. Not you and someone I don't know. <laughs> Signed, John and New Ulm. That's awesome. Yeah, John, of course. That's the only way it can be done. Make Just. sure there's no expiration date on it, though, because who knows when Ton will be able to leave the house. And then we'd have to be there and see John then, too, right? We got to tell him what day we're coming to make sure that he's there. This really seems unlikely that all the stars would align for this. It Maybe I should to. just go and take someone you don't know. They have to align, dude. I'm just kidding. Tunnel will go by himself. We can't go all the way to New Ulm to the movie house and have John not be there. I feel like that's not really a thing that can happen. Right? Let's go right now. Well, he's probably not there now. It's closed. Oh. You know where we could go? Where? We could go to a party with Betty Boop. <laughs> oh, boy. Bet wow. you didn't think that's what I was going to say. No, I had no idea. Well, now that it's out there. I didn't see that one coming at all. Might as well go, right? Yeah, let's go for it. Betty Boop in party time. Oh, my goodness. It's noon already. And here comes the mailman. Probably just a lot of junk mail again. I'll never get anything important. Wait a minute, this looks like it might be something special. A pink envelope. Wow, a birthday party for Carol. And it's going to be at the Park Avenue Club. It's the fanciest place in town. Carol is certainly planning some party. Did you hear that, Pudgy? We're invited to the Park Avenue Club. Uh-huh. Wait till I tell Bimbo. I'm going to call him right now. Hello, Bimbo speaking. Hi, Bimbo. It's me, Betty. Guess what? We've just been invited to a fancy birthday party for my best friend, Carol, at the Park Avenue Club. Isn't that exciting? Sure thing, Betty. And you're going to be the prettiest girl there. Oh, Bimbo. You didn't have to say that. <laughs> I know that, Betty. And I also know you. And the next thing you're going to say is, I don't have a thing to wear. See, I told you you were going to say that. Even after I said you'd be the prettiest girl there, no matter what you wear. Oh, Bimbo, you're so sweet, but you don't understand. Everybody who's anybody will be there, and I have to look really special. You know that I think you already are special, Betty, but you do what you have to. Just tell me what time to be there, and I'll meet you at the club. It's tomorrow night. before that party. Well, Pudgy, I'd better find a place to help me get fixed up for Carol's party. Let's take out the telephone book and see if I can find the right place. Hmm. The fancy face. Nah. The foxy lady. No, no. The miracle salon. I'm not that bad. Am I, Pudgy? Uh-oh. Here's 
is one that sounds like it might be the right place. It's called The New You. I'm going to call and make an appointment for tomorrow morning. Good morning. My name is Betty Boop, and I have an appointment for a complete do-over, just like you advertised. I guess you're going to change me into the new me. Come in, my dear. We shall certainly try to do our best, but in some cases it isn't easy. Am I that bad? Well, let's just say that we have a lot of work ahead of us to turn you into the new you. Then let's get started. I've got a very important party tonight. Everyone who is anyone is going to be there, and I certainly want to look my best. In that case, I shall turn you over to Monsieur Charles. He is an artist, a master turning plain young women into beauties. Monsieur Charles, I'd like to present Miss Betty Boop. She is here for the new you treatment. How do you do, Monsieur Charles? Well, what do you think? My dear princess, you are a mess. I cannot bear to see your dress. As for your face, it's a disgrace. You should be thankful you came to this place. We specialize in doing eyes. With our first lashes, they'll win a prize. As for your mouth, it will not do. But we will improve it with a bit more go. On you, you, on you, you. Turn you into a brand new you. On you, you, on you, you. What a pleasure to redo you. As for your hair, do not despair. Those ugly curls will disappear. A little snip. A little style, and even you will be a beauty in a while. Oh, my goodness! I'm so excited. This is fun. Hey, Monsieur Charles, when can I look in the mirror? Do I have to sit still? It's a lot of hard work to be beautiful. Are we almost finished? Hurry, I'll be late for the party. And you, you, and you. Turn you into a brand new you, a new you, a new you. What a pleasure to redo you. We'll fix your nose, and I suppose you could be helped with some new clothes. Just put yourself ah, into our hands, and the resulting transformation will be grand. Well, Miss Boop, Mr. Charles is finished. Now you may look at yourself in the mirror. Voila! Oh, is that me? Amazing, isn't it? We have taken plain Betty Boop and turned her into a glamorous vision. You sure turned me into something. I'm not quite sure what. Wait till the gang of Carol's party gets a load of the new me. This is gonna be fun, and Dimbo, <laughs> I can't wait to see his face when he sees my face. I'd better hurry to the Park Avenue Club. I'll bet everyone is already there. I sure hope everyone likes my new clothes and my new face. I 
all this makeup does feel a little funny, but... Ooh, it's Carol standing with the doorman of the club. Hi, Carol. Gee, it's great to come to your party. What's your name, miss? We have strict orders. Only the people Carol invited are allowed in. I'm Betty Boop. That's not my friend, Betty. I never saw that girl before in my life. Sorry, miss. Carol says she doesn't know you. Doesn't know me? I'm her best friend. Carol, it's me, Betty. Sorry, miss. I'm going to have to close the door now. Oh, my. This is terrible. Carol doesn't even recognize me. Maybe I made a mistake going to that fancy place. Now... Just what I need. It's raining. Well, who cares? I can't get into the party anyway. This rain is washing off all the makeup Mr. Charles spent all those hours putting on. My hair. Oh, well. No more new hairstyle. I'm back to the old Betty Boop look. I guess that's what they mean when they talk about time and money going down the drain. Oh, there's someone else arriving at Carol's party. Well, hello, and welcome to my party. Come on in. Who's that out there in the ring? Betty, is that you? What are you doing sitting outside on the curb in the pouring rain? We've all been waiting for you. Bimbo couldn't understand why you were late. He's been here since 8 o'clock. He said you went to try out a new fancy beauty salon called the New You. I can't say you look any different to me, but your clothes are soaking wet. Poor Betty, we better get you something to change into. Don't bother, Carol. I have my old dress right here in my bed. Betty, I've been so worried about you. Where have you been? What happened at that fancy salon? I can't see any change. You look like the same Betty to me. You wouldn't believe what happened if I told you, Bimbo. Let's just say I learned an important lesson. Remember I told you that you'd be the prettiest girl at the party, just as you were. I know, Bimbo. But when I heard that everyone was going to be here... Speaking of everyone, where's Budgie? I sent him over to the adorable dog grooming salon this morning. I asked him to fix him up for a very important party, and then to have him dropped off by eight. I hope he got here safe and sound. He's here, Betty. Wait till you get a look at what the salon did to him. Pudgy! Pudgy! Oh, my goodness! Look what they've done to you. My poor Pudgy. I guess that's what I looked like before the rain washed all the makeup off my face and got my hair back to the old Betty Boop style. It's no wonder Carol didn't recognize me. Didn't recognize you? What do you mean, Betty? Someone did come to the club pretending to be you, but she didn't look at all like you. Don't tell me. That was really you. That was the new me. Thanks to Mr. Charles. You mean no thanks to Mr. Charles. We love you just the way you are, Betty. Thanks, Bimbo. Come on, Pudgy. Let's get busy and wash all that ridiculous stuff off you. I want my own darling Pudgy back again. And we want our own Betty Boop back again. Mr. Charles would 
I don't think you're ever going to see Mr. Charles again. But if you do, you tell him that Pudgy, Carol, Bimbo, and all the gang like our Betty to be herself. I've learned my lesson. We'll never change one little boop boop a doop. Today I learned a lesson. I'm going to share it with you. You can try to erase your particular face, but you can't change being you. The learning's not so easy. It takes some time to do. Everyone wants to be like a star on TV, but you can't change being you. People are so beautiful. When they are themselves, don't try to change into somebody else. If your friends don't like you, well, that's just too bad. They weren't the best friends you ever had. So take a tip from Betty. And learn the best thing to do. You can change your face and clothes. You can paint your eyes and nose, but you can't change being you. And I'll never change my boop boop a doop. This is Marty Croft. You're listening to the Five Counts, and you got to make sure you tune in because Dustin is a big winner.
is Naughty Holder from Slade, and you're listening to the Five Count. Keep rocking! Que eso no es así 
digo más. Chucu, chucu, chiquitita me llama. You say a one for the trouble, two for the time. Uh, come on, y'all, let's rock the. Uh, yes, yes, y'all. A freak, freak, y'all. A funky beat, y'all. And then you rock and roll, and then you roll and rock, and then you rock to the beat. They just don't want you to stop, cause I'm the S to the B, double O and Y. The one MC who you can't deny. Cause I'm the baby maker, I'm the woman taker, I'm the cold crushing lover, the heartbreaker. So come on, fly girls, and please don't stop. Cause I'm MC Spoonie G1 and hit the top of young ladies. A rock going. Say I was driving down the street on a stormy night to say up ahead. There was a terrible fright. There was a big fine lady, she was crossing the street. She had a box with the disco beat. So I hit my brakes, but I'm not all there. I missed a young lady, but only a hit. And then I took a meal. Look, I said, Lottie Dottie, a big fine girl, she had a hell of a body. Then she looked at me, and then she started switching, so I took her my key. Out of the ignition, got out the car, and kept my mouth shut. Because my 2020 vision was right on the butt. I caught up with her, I said, you look so fine. I swear to God, I wish you was mine. She said, hey, boy, you're Spoonie G. That's right, honey, how do you know me? She said, Spoonie G, you're all the same. And everybody who disco, I know your name. I said, come on, baby, it's not too Far. We're going to take a little walk into my car. I said we got to the car, then we sat in the seat. And then the box was rocked into the fucking beat. And then I looked at her and pushed the seat back. Turned off a box and put on my eight track. And then I started rapping without no pause. Because my mind was just uh, getting in those jokes. And then I got in the straw. We started doing to the beat. It started doing like this. Started doing the freak. Uh, yeah, yes, yes, y'all. A freak, freak, y'all. Because I'm from C. Spoonie G. I want to be known as a mental politician of a microphone. Because I'm a man's threat, and I'm a woman's pet, and I'm known as the man's joy, and I'm a man who fights on the microphone, and who all the people enjoy, y'all, uh, yes, yes, y'all, a freak, freak, y'all, and don't stop, I keep on, see, I was thinking in a freaking at a disco place, I met a fine girl, she had a pretty face, and then she took me home, you say, the very same night, the girl was on, and she was out of sight, and then I got the girl for three hours straight, I put a head to go to work, so I couldn't be late, I said, Because it's telling the tip. Cause if it comes at me and then it wants to fight, see, I'ma get the man good and I'ma get him right. See, I'ma roll my barrel and keep the bullets still. And when I shoot my shot, I'm gonna shoot to get. Cause I'm a spoony spoon that don't mess around. I'm just a man we stand. Ready 
Keep on. 
back ton <laughs> we are back wow the five count is back what's so funny what a time unbelievable something funny happened yeah it's your shirt i was just thinking about it i mean how much did you pay for it really i don't remember i got it in an auction with a bunch of other stuff okay it was yeah. a cherry berry liquidation sale <laughs> I bought it all. <laughs> Wait, so what stuff was with the shirt? Um, other shirts. Like other cherry berry stuff? Oh, yeah. What? <laughs> okay, hold on. <laughs> hold on. Hold on. Okay. So, <laughs> so how how long have you had this this tender spot for cherry berry in your heart, I didn't know any. I've never known that you've even uh, went into a cherry berry. I've been in one once or twice. Okay, and then you were at an auction, and this, and the stuff came up, and you were like, "Yeah, that's what I need." More or less. Wow. I also wow. got the. Do you remember when you would leave the restaurant? And this is in all restaurants, and you'd have the big like garbage can container thing that had the door and the hole in the top that you put the stuff, the garbage in, clear your trays off. Okay, sure, yeah. I yeah. got one of those. The, the trash receptacles? Yeah, it's in my garage. I don't know why I have it, but... Yeah, why do you have that? Oh, it came with the shirt. Does it say cherry berry on it? It does. It's official. Official cherry berry garbage can. <laughs> But why? <laughs> I'm a complex man. Dude, okay. It's hard to say. <laughs> I know a good deal when I see it. <laughs> <laughs> okay, so... <laughs> so the funny part about all this is... If you were to tell me it was like 1980s Hardee's stuff... Then I would get it. I wouldn't even think twice. I wouldn't even question it at all. I would be like, totally understand. I understand where you're coming from. Cherry berry? No idea. <laughs> That's completely out of left. That's like what the employees at Cherry Berry wore. It That's is. what it's <laughs> I never actually worked there. I just he's have got the shirt. Cherry berry employee outfits that he's wearing around <laughs> with the and you said you bet in one once or twice. I don't even know. Where was the cherry berry? Was there one here? I've never even been. It was near the that coffee place that we used to go to all the time that's also closed. And it's a and it <laughs> it's a restaurant where you could get other things. No, other they than just served ice cream or yogurt. Frozen yogurt. Yeah, not ice cream ton. Yogurt. Frozen. Wow. And toppings. Wow. That's not the place where we used to go once in a while, right? To get the the shake drink thing, right? That wasn't that, was it? Was that that? No. No, that was on campus. What was that? Okay. I don't know what you're talking about then. The coffee shop we used to go to that's the what? There was a caribou that was on your way to the 
Eagle Lake. Oh. Was near there. Okay. You know what I'm talking about? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Is, it, yeah. is this thing on? It's ringing some bells now. Okay. We we're also in a ZZ Top cover band. Wow. This is amazing. You really are a complex man. I Actually, very simple, but also complex. I have some theories on that. It makes you seem more complex, but really, probably you're a very simple man, actually. I retract my statements. Very simple man. Like yes. that Leonard Skinner song? 100% like that. Is that Leonard about Skinner. buying garbage cans at an auction for cherry berry? Could have been, yeah. Could have been. Well, guess we'll have to figure that out another time. Yeah. Because the show's over now. It's over with. Thank you so much for joining us. It's been a really fantastic evening. It's been great uh, conversation. Wonderful music. Thanks to ZZ Top for releasing Eliminator 40 years ago. Thanks to Betty Boop for inviting us to her party. Thanks to you for joining us on Patreon. That's a thing you might want to do. People love it. Thanks, T. Tony Tone, for your uh, for your question. Thanks, Billy Floyd Shouts. Thanks, John and New Alm. I hope everything is coming together for you once again, maybe. It's starting to, I don't know. I'm sure you're not, but hopefully you're reaching some kind of normacy here pretty soon. I would love to go to the movie and meet you there. That'd be awesome. But, yeah, check us out on Patreon. Go to thefivecount.com. Click around on some stuff. There's some links there to the Patreon page. Check us out on YouTube. There's a very special special video selection playlist on YouTube of the Five Count Co-op. Wow. Wonderful stuff. That's really great. It is great. We play these old school video games and yell at each other, and it's a lot of fun. Maybe you could join us at the Cherry Berry. I, you just told us that it's Oh, damn, yeah, exist. it's out of it's business. Close. Yeah, that's right, because they sold all their stuff. You have their trash can, yeah. Yeah, and a couple shirts, too. Wow. Huh. It's a great time. Always if, keep you guessing. If I come over, will you serve me frozen yogurt? No, but you can throw something away in the garbage can. Okay. I feel like that's not really a good compromise, but I'll take not it. Not really. Yes. All take right. it or leave it. Take it or leave it. Speaking of leaving it, here comes the true punks. They're going to do some electro. See you next time. <laughs>